Hey everybody, welcome into the End Zone Podcast on this Wednesday. This is WTOC Sports Director Jake Wallace with you. Sorry we're coming to you a little late this week. Um, I was on some dad duty on Monday and then we had election day yesterday so we figured we better hold off and give you the full, give you our full attention on the End Zone Podcast today and luckily we did because it's worked out pretty well for us in terms of a couple big news items that have happened here in the city of Savannah that we can touch on today and save the rest of the high school football preview stuff for Friday afternoon when Lindsay's back in office with me. But the big news that broke yesterday and something we've been hearing uh, here in the sports office and something we expected to be coming down soon the Jenkins Warriors cleared of GHSA violations after inv- an investigation into allegations of undue influence and eligibility violations by the Warriors. Georgia High School Association telling Savannah Chatham County Schools that they found no substantial evidence into either of those allegations and that the Warriors were all clear. All of their players are eligible for the remainder of the year. And what that means is Friday's major contest against Benedictine is still on for the region championship. This has been probably the most anticipated game in Savannah High School football. Uh, definitely this year and probably sometime, both teams entering undefeated in Region 3 AAA play. The winner gets the region title. Uh, the loser gets the two seed in Region 3A. It's going to be a an absolute blast at Memorial Stadium Friday night. It's our game of the week. We'll have more on Jenkins and Benedictine tomorrow during the news at 6. But for now, just sticking on this Georgia high school stuff, I spoke with Jason Cameron today, and, and he said that it's one of those things that y- – y- he said, you know, we we knew we didn't do anything wrong. We knew we were in the clear, he said, but until you get that notification from the Georgia High School Association, you do hold your breath a little bit. But he, he, he gave credit to his kids, said they've continued on and stayed focused uh, just like they have all year. He said one of the things about this veteran football team, and he's told me this multiple times, their focus is solely on the task at hand. It's all about who they're playing Friday, nothing more, nothing less. And he said that helped in a situation like this where there were a lot of things up in the air. Had had Georgia High School found evidence that uh, Jenkins had recruited kids to, to transfer to come play for them, the Warriors would be facing the same kind of things that Islands faced earlier this year, major fines and then, of course, forfeiting games um, in which ineligible players played in. And so had that happened, obviously, this Friday's game, the – the aura, the the hype around this game would be much different. Luckily for us high school football fans, that is intact, and we'll get the Warriors and the Cadets fighting for the region title on Friday night with nothing else, no, you know, no cloud around this game in terms of what could happen from the Georgia High School Association. So looking forward to that, that one Friday, 7.30. We'll have more on the Cadets and the Warriors Thursday on The News during our Game of the Week segment on the news at six <clears throat> as for teams in action last night it was the beach bulldogs over southeast bullock 28 25 in brooklyn and it's a big win for beach maybe doesn't you know perk up the ears of the rest of the state but here in savannah it does clinch a state playoff spot for the bulldogs their first since 2012 and the the this is a team that not a lot of people knew 
what they were going to be. It had been a while since they had seen some any any kind of really sustained success. The dogs um, competed in one of those region three-way tiebreakers, I believe, two years ago. Ended up on the losing end of that and missed the state playoffs. But this year they are in for the first time since 2012 and sit five and three overall, five and two in region three AAA play. Still face Savannah High on Saturday out at Garden City. That's a 5 o'clock kickoff Saturday evening. Um, as the dogs just coming off a game on Tuesday night, they'll get a few days rest before they take on the high. But spoke with head coach Ulysses Hawthorne uh, earlier today just about getting back to the playoffs, what it meant for his program. He's the dean of high school football coaches here in, here in the city of Savannah. And you knew that that getting this win and getting back to the playoffs is a as a as a is a pretty monumental for for he and his program. Here's what uh, Ulysses Hawthorne had to say earlier today when I spoke with him. Uh, coach, off to the playoffs for the first time since 2012, five and two in region, and still a few things to play for. But tell me, what was the the mood like in the locker room last night after you seal a state playoff berth? Well, you know the kids were excited. I was excited. The coaches were excited. It was just a good time. It was a good place to be at that moment. You know, we felt like uh, we controlled our own destiny. They in control our destiny, so we had to take care of business. Like, was this a team coming into the year you felt like had a chance to be in one of those top four spots? Well, you know, I felt that. You know, initially, you know, in the beginning of the season, though, know, nobody gave us back. You know, nobody you know, really didn't feel like we had the opportunity to be successful. So. And my kids did a lot of complaining and belly aching. So I just told them, hey, go out and play on Friday night and let your work speak for you. And, then, you know, people will, come, people will come see what you do, not what you say, but they'll come see what you do. What you guys done is win a whole lot of region games, like I mentioned, five and two in region, another one coming up Saturday against Savannah. What's made this team good? What's made them special? You know, I got tremendous. You know, I had some changes on the coaching staff. Brought in some new coaches with some new philosophy, you know. I'm an old guy, I was kind of stuck in the way, you know, stuck in my way. So we made some changes, the way we do things, and, you know, it just worked out for the kids, you know. How tough was that? You mentioned being an old guy stuck in your ways to go a different way, try something new, and, and bring in some. I was listening to the guy from North Dane speak one night, Chip Kelly. I mean, uh, I was up late one night, I heard some things. Sometimes you have to get out, get out of your way. And so that's what I did. I got in my own way. And look that way, coach did some other things, and just coach a little different. Now you know, I was also got to hit every day, pants on. But we don't do a lot of hitting. We do a lot of teaching, a lot of walk through, a lot of mental preparation, a lot of film work. And I didn't do a lot of that in the past. Coach, what what does it mean for this program to to be back in the state playoffs after a little bit of time off? Well, it it, it, it served notice to to all the middle school kids coming out. You know, we do some good things at Beach. Just, you know, Beach is a great place. It's the best kept secret Savannah. Just come to Beach with the extra parents. Just come over and just give us a chance. Give us a look. We have a great program. We've got a great faculty. We've got a great administration. We're doing some great things. Just give us a chance to show what we can do with your kids, you know. Coach, appreciate the time. We'll, we'll see you Saturday, rest of the season. Good luck in the state playoffs. Thank you very much, Jay, for calling and asking. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Coach. And, you know, Coach – admitted it i was an old man who was stuck in his ways and he he went out and got some some guys to come in and change some things up michael thompson the former memorial day head coach now running the bulldog offense and that's changed a great deal obviously a guy like ontario brown at running back is is a tremendous talent and the benedictine defense will tell you that from uh the other night but 
you know, this, this beach team, this is a great story for them. This is a, a program that's struggled for a few years that uh, maybe sometimes feels like they get a little forgotten compared to the Jenkins and the Windsor Forests and the, the other football programs around town. But they're in the playoffs, could end up with as high as the three seed and, and maybe try to go on the road and beat somebody and get another win in the state playoffs. But uh, good for Coach Hawthorne. Uh, good for the Beach Bulldogs for getting into the state playoffs for the first time in seven years. And uh, Hawthorne says he hopes it's not the, the last time in seven years. Hope this is just the start of something really getting going over at A.E. Beach. All right, that's going to do it for this week, this edition of the End Zone Podcast. I'll be back tomorrow talking college football, including Savannah State's awesome turnaround, the Tigers, the SIAC East Division champs after being picked dead last on media day we'll talk about the tigers we'll talk about the bulldogs and of course the georgia southern eagles on the road at troy this weekend off their top 25 upset of appalachian state that's all coming up on thursday's edition of the end zone podcast and then on friday Lindsay will be back in studio with me we'll be talking everything you need to know for a huge friday night of high school football region titles going to be decided all across the state, plus we got the state playoffs kicking off in South Carolina public school football. So Lindsay and I will be breaking all that down for you on Friday. Thanks for listening. Make sure you listen the rest of the week, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the End Zone Podcast. See you.